This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. I want to talk today about how to run an effective challenge and why you'd want to do that in the first place. So what a challenge is, is when you bring people into a group, usually within a Facebook group environment, and you give them a series of tasks over a period of days, a short period, where people are getting focused tasks that they do within a group environment. And you are building lots of engagement, you're building a real buzz. And you think, well, why would you want to do this? What is the point of doing a challenge? Well, challenges can be really great in terms of building your positioning, in terms of getting people excited about your offer, in terms of building that trust, in terms of positioning your own value, in terms of creating that sense of belonging. And the reason you want to create that sense of belonging is it's very powerful in persuading people to purchase that sense of community, that sense of belonging. So in a, in a challenge group as well, because you are giving people lots of value, they're getting results for themselves, but you're not taking them the whole way. They're not getting the whole result, but they are getting some of the result. They're realizing that one, it's easy to get started, but two, they can't do it on their own. They don't have all of the understanding as to what is necessary. And what I want to do really in this episode is to talk you through the challenge that I have just recently run for kicking off the launch of my the podcast membership. And if you're interested in joining the podcast membership, then the link will be attached in the show notes to this episode. So what I just did was a start your podcast challenge. And my whole challenge structure started with thinking about what is the sale. The sale was to come into my podcast membership. Now, specifically, this particular launch was targeted at new and emerging podcasters. This was not targeted at people who want to grow their show, people who already have their show. Now, quite a few of those have joined, but they were not my ideal client for this challenge, for this particular launch. There will be another launch later on that is about monetizing your show. So again, that will be somebody who has a different type of podcaster who's more experienced or has been going for a while and wants to monetize. So it's a slightly different avatar. So you've got to think about what is it the person you are targeting with your end offer wants? What are they struggling with? So for me, I knew very clearly that the people coming in who potentially want to podcast understand that it's a mechanism to raise their profile, but they have concerns about how to get started. Now, my knowledge and my experience tells me that the most important thing about doing a podcast is not actually the technical stuff. That's what people worry about. But what they really need to know to have a successful launch is to make sure they understand who they're speaking to, why their podcast matters to them, and that they can get so far with the planning, but they actually need my help to really get a podcast out there and be successful. So I have to think then, when I'm thinking about hosting a challenge, it doesn't just start with me going, oh, I'm going to host a challenge next week. I actually knew about six weeks ago that I was going to be doing this challenge. So first of all, all of my social media, all of my content, everything people were seeing in my audience became about this need to be seen, this need to be heard, this need to position yourself. And the way that you could do that is through podcasting. I then built the challenge around the fact that I knew the result they wanted. So I want to take people so far to getting the result. So people could leave me after that challenge and they could still plan a successful podcast or the foundations of it. 
but they wouldn't know all the specific details. So you give people a taste, you give get people excited about it, and you're driving some urgency within the group. So for me, within that challenge, the things we covered were, actually, I don't think I'm going to go through that here because I'm going to make sure that there's a wait list uh, attached to this podcast episode so that you come in to do the next one. But I gave people a taste of the result. And what happens in a group, the reason that it's really powerful within a group rather than just a webinar is that because people become part of a community and that there was a competitive element attached to my challenge as well, there was actually an opportunity to win some expensive recording kit to get you started in podcasting. So that meant people were driving their behaviour, their behaviour became competitive, they wanted to complete the tasks that were set, they wanted to build community because that was part of the challenge was to comment and like and support. And as a result, the activity within the group really grew. We had something like 12,500 posts within the group in a space of five days. Now, the other thing is that what I was doing in terms of the daily activity in that challenge group is that when people signed up, it took them to a sales page, which told them why they needed the challenge. It told them the result that they were going to get. So they then enter my sales, they enter my funnel, they enter my email list. And that's really important. The email list then brought them to the group. They couldn't get into the group unless they found the email list first. So I now have not only their Facebook contact, but I have their email address. They're then then within the group, one of the tasks was to introduce yourself. So people are networking and that's powerful. You want people to feel like they belong. We kicked off on the Sunday night. So I always do a prep night. I opened the doors to the group. I kept people waiting. So everyone arrived at the same time on Saturday morning at 9am. Now, some of those people have been waiting in that group or waiting at the doors for that group to open for nearly two weeks. So that builds anticipation. So we let everybody in in one go. They had the weekend to start adding people into the challenge, adding in suitable people to win brownie points for the competition. I then did a Sunday night prep night. And this is good for getting people excited because very often on a Sunday night, people are free. They can hop onto a live. They're starting to think about the week ahead, but in a positive way, potentially, particularly if they know they want the end result that your challenge offers. So what we did then, we had a prep night, which we made very relaxed, very informal. It was just talking through expectations, getting people excited, building that anticipation. And then every morning at 9.15, I did a very short to the point live that was no more than about three minutes long. And this was to remind people of the competition and to give people the very specific tasks that they had to do in order to take part and complete the challenge. And that because that's short and sweet, more people are going to take action on it. And then in the evening, every single night, I would do an extended question and answer session. Now, these were very relaxed. They were informal. I would answer any questions that came up. And we made it very chatty and interactive. So it's that interactive element that makes a challenge really successful. And the whole week then was giving people just a bit more about what they want, getting them to think a bit more, that it's more complex than they thought. It's not just recording on audio. There is a lot more strategy behind having a podcast that they don't necessarily understand yet. So you're always giving people tremendous value, positioning your own expertise, but then making them realise they don't yet have the answers without the support and help that you can give them. Now, in terms of launching my product, so this time around was the podcast membership, We had prep night on Sunday night. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we had our morning lives. And on the Wednesday night, I opened cart. Now, generally, you see a pattern of approximately, if you've done a good job, approximately 25% of your final sales will sign up on the day you open if you drive that urgency. 
And that's why you want this group behavior, because people will take action if they think that everyone else is doing it. We have this need to belong. And if you've built up a great community within a challenge, people want to continue that somewhere. So that's the other element that I brought in. We had a party on the Friday night. So it's an online party. We're not allowed music because it was via Facebook and Facebook doesn't like that. But the real vibe was that we have done something together and we celebrated together. And actually, some people had gone on quite a journey, a transformation within their own business and their own understanding of business. So that Friday night became really important. And that's, of course, when I was then revealing who had won this prize, this big prize that people wanted, because the prize wasn't just anything. It was something that would get them the result they want, which was to start their podcast. So you can't just have any old prize. You've got to think through what is the problem connected with what I'm about to offer. That challenge group then stayed open until Sunday night. And I made it clear that those videos, everything was available on replay, by which point there was about six or seven hours of content to watch from my evening lives, that that content was going to disappear at 9pm. And that that group was no longer going to be able to post in that group, do your tasks in that group. And as a result of that, there were so many people who watched those videos right until the deadline over the weekend to make sure it happened. So again, you're driving urgency, you're driving scarcity. You've got to always think what the end result is. Why are you doing this challenge? You're doing the challenge to build trust, to build value. There's something interesting about giving free value, about giving free content. It instills this reciprocity where human nature is, if we get something from free from somebody, we want to give something in return. And very often that becomes financial within a a business transaction. So how can you drive that urgency? How can you get people to verbally state out loud within a challenge group that they want the result, that they are hungry for the result? Because you want this, you want this opportunity for people to tell you how excited they are to learn more. From a psychology perspective, the more people are saying, yes, I want it. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, I want to have a, in this case, a podcast, the better results you're going to get for your sales. So you've got to always think, what is it they want? What is it they want? And where am I driving people in terms of sales? It's very, very powerful. So I've done challenges now. I think this was maybe my eighth challenge. But as I have learned how to do challenges, as I've learned more the structure of a challenge, exactly how to run it, exactly how to drive that urgency and that scarcity, each challenge has improved. When I started out, I had no concept that a challenge could be to really drive sales and to drive that urgency. I thought it was just a nice way to get group activity happening. But if you're strategic about it, challenges right now are one of the most successful ways to drive a sale, to drive momentous sales all in one go. So the podcast membership is currently open. It is closing at nine o'clock p.m. on today. We are Monday the, I don't know what day we are, Monday the 3rd of February. Their podcast membership is closing at that time, nine o'clock tonight. So if you're not in by then, you want to make sure that you do. And if you miss the challenge, make sure that you sign up for the waitlist for the next one. It's not going to be for a few months now, but people had tremendous, tremendous results as a result of taking part. So that's it for me today. I just wanted to run through exactly why you would run a challenge, a little bit of insight into exactly what it means to host one. For me, I put my all into that challenge. I wanted people to see that I knew what I was talking about. I wanted to be available. I wanted to be on it. I replied and responded to every single one of those 12,500 posts last week. My entire week was scheduled just for this challenge. And that was exhausting. But every single one of those people, whether they purchase from me and continue or not, 
now know that I am an expert in what I say I'm an expert in. And that is powerful because all of those people who don't sign up are connected to 200 to 2,000 others that they can now remember. Anna is the one who knows about how to podcast. So I hope that that's been really useful and you should absolutely get out there and make sure that you run challenges that are successful, thinking about the end result and thinking about what it is you want your ideal client to keep buying into and telling you that they want because that is powerful stuff. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.